everyone, it's Erin and Elizabeth. And today we're here with a very special guest. We are here with Austin. Welcome. Hi, thanks for having me. <laughs> okay, so we actually do have like a question about your name. Yeah. So it, how like how did you say like goes o- like Austin instead of like Austin in a way? Because like so many people, I don't know if you know, but they go about, like they say Austin, <laughs> but you say Austin. So like, yeah. how did that come about? Um, so my actual name is Austin, but it's just spelled regular, like the city in Texas. Um, and I knew that I wanted to keep my real name just because like, I feel like growing up, so many people kind of teased me about having a boy's name. And like, every time I get in an Uber, people question like, oh, did your boyfriend get you this ride? So like, I knew that I wanted to stick with the name. Um, but there was already an artist with my actual full name, Austin Wolf. So I made it into a little abbreviated version and kind of just played around with it until it felt right. Well, you talked about you grew up in Park City, Utah, and you started singing lessons at five, right? (laughs) Yes. Where did you find that, like, love for music? Where did that come from? Oh, my gosh. Um, I guess I just sort of started singing, like, every chance that I got. Um, Unfortunately, like, when I went home, over the holidays, I watched a bunch of like home videos with my parents and I was that little kid that just like would not shut up ever. Like I was just always singing every sentence and like putting on crazy outfits and running around the house. And um, I think it just kind of happened like naturally. Like I, I wouldn't stop singing. So my parents were like, maybe we should put her in some lessons so she doesn't sound as out of tune. And it kind of went from there. <laughs> When you were 16, you auditioned for American Idol and you placed in the top 30. But like, did getting eliminated discourage you at all? I mean, like, you were young, but. You guys did your research, didn't you? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so I did American Idol when I was like, uh, yeah, 16, junior in high school. And I mean, yeah, I was bummed when I got cut. I think when I was 16, I was like thinking that was my ticket to doing what I wanted to do and being a singer. And um, when I when I got eliminated, I, I think I was really sad. Um, but looking back at it, it's like I wouldn't have changed anything about the experience. I got a great experience when I was pretty young, um, taste of the industry. And then it just gave me that much more, you know, empowerment to go and develop like the artistry and the songwriting and figure out what I wanted to do to make a career out of it so it was actually a good thing that I got cut you ended up at college in Chicago for music right and it said you talked about before how you felt like people were more creative than you in some sense do you think being around people who like you thought were more creative than you like motivated you to work harder definitely I think um putting yourself around people that are more seasoned than you have more experience and who who are better than you essentially that's the way that you're going to get better because it pushes you um out of your comfort zone and you see like how hard working and talented some other people are and it makes you want to match that and surpass it in some ways if that makes sense no yeah it makes sense since you like started writing music and stuff, you worked with really big producers, some who worked with Billie Eilish and Lady Gaga. So how was that experience? And do you think it influenced the music you created at all? Ooh, definitely. I am super lucky. I get to work with um, amazing 
talented people every day. Uh, some that I've worked with, like you said, like Billie Eilish and Lady Gaga and Lennon Stella, Julia Michaels, just people that I someday hope to be working with uh, myself. So I think working with them has been amazing and challenging and brought out, you know, this, this characteristic in me that wants to work very hard and, and be up at that level. And I think um, it's definitely influenced my music, especially with the music that is yet to come this year. I think you'll see some differences in, in that from what I've been putting out in the past. So getting into your music, going through your discography, most of the songs are sad, but they're hidden behind this like lively production. Live at you is like different than that. It's a very low-key production where the lyrics shine. What made you want to go that route with Lie About You? Mm. Um, yeah, I think, I guess a lot of my songs are pretty sad. Um, <laughs> Lie About You, I think it started off as the demo was just a uh, very raw piano and vocal. Um, and then when it came time to produce it, I knew that I wanted, to, I wanted it to have other uh, production elements and aspects around it um, without taking away from the storyline. So I think the production that me and Drew, my producer, were able to add to it kind of builds and moves along with the story without taking away from the vulnerability of the vocal. Um, it was really interesting that you noticed that. <laughs> so getting into Lie About You, the lyrics are personal and raw, which are similar to the other songs that you have written. When creating this, do you feel as if it was a different process than creating your older music? Or was it like the same? Um, creating Lie About You? Yes. It was, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think my writing process is always growing and developing. Um, and I, I change it with, you know, every new person that I work with. But I think that the song was definitely different for me because I related so heavily to the storyline and I got so deep into my own story and my head and my thoughts and it's I, I'd say this song is the most like vulnerable and personable song I've ever written and put out yeah <laughs> well you mentioned working with two people you didn't know on this song do you mm -hmm. think that made it like harder to be vulnerable in a way easier because they like didn't know you at all I don't know I think I think I'm I'm just glad that you know everything kind of fell into place that day the way that it did um, yeah, I had never met the two guys prior to the session, but I think they're both just like such nice people. They're so talented. They're so good at what they do. Um, and it just so happened that like in getting to know each other, like you'd normally do at the beginning of a session, we dove really deep into my story because I was experiencing it at that time. And they were just very like supportive and comforting and um, really helped bring that story to life in the way that it came to life so I'm I'm not sure if it would have been different if I had already known them but I'm glad that it worked out the way that it did so now we have a lyric which is so I don't drink black coffee now don't know how I did it tastes so bitter back then is that lyric a form of reflection that you came to while writing the song or prior like did writing the song open your eyes to it and see how much you dismissed during the time um I think the the black coffee lyric and just the, the visual representation of that specific object I had in my head for a long time. Um, but just in general, I think, I think writing this song really helped me understand um, some of the feelings that I was having that I, I maybe didn't understand as well during the 
when it was happening to me. Um, but I think that kind of is true for any song that you write. Like songwriting is a form of therapy. So once you sort of get the words down on a page and read it back, it's like, oh, I didn't realize how much that actually was impacting me until I said it out loud. So yeah, that's why I love songwriting so much. Like it's, it always like makes me realize how much deeper things are than I actually thought they were, you know? Well, that's when we picked out another lyric, which is, I tried to be a puppet where you're going to ring, couldn't make it fit. Mm-hmm. So this line describes like toxic relationships pretty much to like a T. Um, yes. Did you have like a gut feeling when like at the time, like in the relationship that everything was like wrong? Or do you think writing the song made that clear for you? Well, yeah, I mean, like we were just talking about, I think writing the song, um, saying the words out loud definitely made me open my eyes. Um, but if you listen to the song front to back, like that is literally an exact explanation of what I was going through. And in the pre-chorus where I'm realizing like my friends all saw it, everyone in my life that cares about me saw it. And I just needed to like open my eyes and realize that what they were saying was accurate. Um, so yeah, in a way I, I did know what was going on. I was definitely denying it cause I wanted, I wanted it to work out. Um, and then looking back, writing the song made me like solidify the fact that it was not a good situation. Right now we're going to talk about her new single, I Think You Should Leave. So I like the song a lot. I think the lyrics of the song are so fun and sassy. And what was the inspiration behind this song? Oh, well, thank you, first of all. That's so <laughs> sweet. Um, this song was super fun to write. I was um, in the studio with my boyfriend and producer and best friend, and we were writing about uh, or we were talking about just the type of personality that thinks that the whole world revolves around them um always walks into the mood and and, or walks into the room and instantly brings the mood down um and just kind of how annoying that is and how that really impacts us so um we decided to write this kind of fun song about telling the person off and being like look dude I know you think that everything's about you but it's not like the world has all of us in it and you gotta make some room <laughs> so that's kind of where that came from um I didn't actually intend to like ever put this one out it was more just like a fun writing exercise for us but we ended up falling in love with it so now it's the next single <laughs> like Elizabeth said it is really good but following lie about you it's very different sounds and we kind of think it's like your first ep so what attracts you to the pop sound especially in your production totally it's very different than lie about you um actually funny story so with lie about you that song was never supposed to come out um it wasn't intended to be a part of this project at all but when i put it up on tiktok just for fun to like see what would happen it ended up Um, getting a lot of traction and people really wanted the song and were asking me to put it out. So we ended up pushing I Think You Should Leave to be the second single and having Lie About You come out in its place. So I think that dynamic of like adding a new song with a very different feel that maybe wouldn't necessarily normally be a single um, is it feels sort of strange to follow it up with such a pop banger that you're saying is kind of like the old EP. Um, but I think once, once the project comes out and you see the context of all the other songs, it'll make a little bit more sense. Um, cause I definitely, I definitely have a lot of pop rooted songs on this project. 
Well, that's what we, that was our next question. How lie about you? <laughs> and then this followed that with such a different sound. And we were just going to say, like, do you think these two songs represent like the versatility in your music? The writing? Probably pretty well. Yeah. I think, um, yeah, the, the project has a lot of different um, influences musically and lyrically. And it doesn't maybe necessarily on first listen seem like the two would fit together. But once you listen in context, um, which you'll be able to eventually this year. Uh, I think it'll make a little bit more sense. We're about to do a little game, and it's called The Fast Five. And this is literally just five questions that Aaron and I thought of in about 10 seconds. So <laughs> that's the vibe. Aaron, start us off. Okay. We would like you to give us your current top five favorite artist, dead or alive, but like... Oh, current top five that I'm like listening yeah. to all the time? Yes. All right. Yes. Off the top of my head, uh, Wens, sweet upcoming singer songwriter artist. She's super cool. You should look her up. Um, ben Kessler is another kind of independent, really cool, vibey, uh, great lyricist guy. Uh, uh, oh, this is harder than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> Benny, I've been listening to like crazy. Joji has been on repeat and. I need a fifth, I need a fifth, I need a fifth. Uh, Holly Humberstone, who's also super cool. I, I, from the look on your faces, I don't know if you guys knew any of those people. But no, <laughs> no. Never but everyone should check them out. There you go, new music. Yes, they're very cool. We will probably end up listening to them tonight. but Yeah, they're all fantastic, so let me know what you think for sure. Okay, so I love this question because I'm into this stuff, but what is your zodiac sign? And if you care about signs, do you have any opinions, thoughts? Give models. <laughs> oh, I love that. Okay, so I am a Libra. Oh, cool. Um, I think that I don't know if people can see my room right now, but like from just my room and how everything is like in its place, I think that's pretty apparent <laughs> that I'm a Libra. <laughs> I like things clean and organized, and um, I don't really, I don't know much about astrology, but my roommate is very into it. And she always enforces the fact that I'm a Libra, and she is a Taurus. My boyfriend is a Scorpio. And so those are the three things that I know the most about. I love that. If you could collaborate with anyone dead or alive, who would it be? Ooh. Ooh. Wow. I thought I was going to be better at the rapid fire question thing, but this is a really intense question. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I don't know. Anyone dead or alive. I want to say, I want to say Lord. That's a good one. I don't know if she would collaborate with me, but if she was willing, her melodrama album is my absolute favorite thing in this entire world. So I would probably see if she would be down to like, even like get a coffee and talk about music. I would love to do that. That's, that's my answer. That's a good answer for sure. Okay. Favorite brand or type of shoe? Oh my gosh. I'm telling you, this is the first thing Aaron and I could think of. <laughs> brand or type of shoe, but not both. Brand whatever. Of shoe. Take it as you will. Could be whatever. I'm like looking around my room <laughs> seeing if I can Um Why is Converse coming to my brain? But that's definitely not my favorite brand. Sorry, Converse. <laughs> Converse, I guess. I like Converse. Yeah, let's let's do that. Sure. <laughs> I thought for sure it was going to be Doc Martin. Doc Martin. You just, you just remind, like, you just give off those vibes. There you go. I do wear a lot of Doc Martins. That's another one. Yes. Let's, let's both. 
We'll include both. <laughs> so this is our last one, which is, it's like, if you thought that was weird, this is definitely a little weirder. Um, if you could have any animal as a pet, what would it be? And then what would you name it? Um, okay. Well, this is like the obvious question and it's so lame, but I, I want a dog so bad. I've always wanted a Corgi. That's like my dream dog. And I would name it Sherman because I live in Sherman Oaks and he would be little and have little tiny legs and I would call him Sherman and he would just like sit by me and that's what I want. But also I would maybe have a penguin. <laughs> what would you name your penguin? Um, I'd have to think on that one. Cause I feel like that's a that's a commitment, you know? Like a dog you can call it its name and you can call it dog and you could call it like come here little bean or whatever, but a <laughs> penguin like I'd have to think on that. I'll get back to you. Sounds good. <laughs> Thank you for taking that Such segment so serious. Hey, I mean you I put wanted so much to give you into those answers. <laughs> a well thought answer. So Yeah, that's probably a little longer than you're used to, but there you go. Those are my answers. No, it's great. So what can we expect from you in the future? Either like this year or next year? Doesn't really matter. The future. Um, this year, you can definitely expect. I have a single coming out very soon that I haven't announced quite yet, but it's 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 coming. And following that, I have an EP of music that I've been working on for a really long time that I'm super excited about. And hopefully just lots more music than I've been putting out in the past. Um, I've been writing for the past couple years, just like really nailing down what I want to say and it's all coming soon. Wow. Exciting. Well, thank you so much for being here. We appreciate it a lot. Thank you so much for having me. This was so fun. Guys, it's Austin. Check her out. TikTok, Spotify, Instagram, YouTube, everywhere, Twitter, all the social space. MySpace. I don't have a MySpace, but check. Yeah, <laughs> <do it>. Yay. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you, guys.